if I remember correctly, Sydney Leathers worked with Gloria, Gloria Allred to get the word out about Anthony, Anthony Wiener. Wiener. Anthony's Wiener. Anthony's Wandering Wiener. Mm-hmm. Sydney Leathers very made a hard right turn to Porno Town. It was a hard right turn. <laughs> hard right turn it's to Porno Town. Real hard. And welcome to another episode of Go Deep in the Shallow. I'm Bradley Trainer. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. You guys, we have been on a journey with Gina Rodriguez all season. We are finally at the end of that season. And let's, before we recap, just take a moment mm-hmm. to appreciate just how far we've come. Are we going to sing a hymn? <laughs> I know, right? No, I mean, we really have gone down yeah. the road of Gina Rodriguez. Who's Gina Rodriguez? Just for the random person who maybe, maybe just listened to the last episode first. Which, don't do but, that. Don't do that. Go back to the beginning. But yeah. it's fine. I'll give you the Cliffs notes. So Gina Rodriguez is basically, I mean, she is a an entrepreneur mm-hmm. who uh, took the opportunity to run toward the clients that others might not have seen or run toward. She takes a D-list celebrity or somebody who has seen a glimpse of notoriety or fame in a moment, and she helps them spin that into their full 15 minutes of fame. And we have spent more than 15 minutes on this woman, and she has not called. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. I keep watching her social media to see if anybody has tipped her off to the fact that somebody has done an entire podcast season on her career. Not because I want her to listen, because I don't know that she would necessarily agree with or appreciate what we've done. Mm -hmm. But I think listeners will, because I think we've shown over the last eight, nine, eight episodes. Yeah, something like that. We've done a lot of episodes. But we have, I think, laid out a very clear case that Gina Rodriguez is more than just, hey, she's an ex-porn star who takes D-listers and gives them 12 seconds of fame. Yes, she's done that. And so much more. I mean, she literally has her fingers Mm -hmm. in some of, I mean, really spanning, oh gosh, now how long has it been? Going all the way back, at least I would say 10 years. For sure. Of viral celebrity after viral celebrity from a range. And we have not even spent time talking about the more traditional clients that Gina Rodriguez has had. Right, because she does actually have traditional clients. And to that end, to what you're saying, Bradley, I do just want to say we've done, this is all our observations of the work of Gina Rodriguez. This is not, I mean, you know, we've borrowed some from some stories that have been written about her and the clients that she attracts and works with, et cetera. Yes. But this is, we've been fascinated by her as a a character in the world. Yeah. Since, I don't even know. I mean, since for sure her dealings with Octomom and Tan Mom, I mean, we just sort of became aware of her and we were like, wait a minute, she's the person who represents everybody who catches our eye. And so we became very astute at thinking, wait a minute, this person just popped up in our world because we talk about pop culture and celebrities and D-listers and viral stories daily. And anytime somebody would pop up that sort of smelled like they had a relationship with Gina Rodriguez, we would do a little digging and sure enough, boom, 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 they work with Gina Rodriguez. So we just became, I don't want to say we're necessarily admirers because I think we're a little bit ambivalent about Gina Rodriguez, but we started going, we did the like spot the Gina Rodriguez thing in our in our world, which is why I think we wanted to do a whole season of this podcast, Go Deep in the Shallow, because that's what we do in our life is go deep in very shallow stories. Yeah. There's a certain admiration for what she did. And 
also a curiosity for how she did it. And I think that's what we've explored. We're not done. No. And in fact, you referenced that there are a lot of stars we never even talked about or a lot of celebrities, mainstream celebrities that Gina Rodriguez has worked with. I mean, people like Black China, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, I know some people be like, Black China, really? That's, you know, your illustration of a mainstream celebrity. But I would say yes. Well, in, at- the, in the sense that she went into it wanting celebrity, right? Like she's in a, she's already on Celebrity Avenue. She has made it higher than probably any of Gina Rodriguez's clients. And I don't know what their personal relationship is. I didn't find a lot of, you know, information about the two of them working together. But I will say Black China got. A Kardashian. <laughs> she got a Kardashian. That was the like obvious way to put it. But she rose to that level. And if you're in the world of celebrity, virality, reality TV, I don't think there's a better place to be than near a Kardashian at some point. Absolutely. Right? But there's a whole host of musicians, television stars that Gina Rodriguez has worked with. But there's also some other, dare I say, low-hanging fruit in the viral celebrity world people that we've in not a, mentioned. in any other time would have been a flash in the pan. We would have maybe, you know, recognized their name and then moved on with our lives. They certainly wouldn't have, you know, been able to grab hold and keep the attention of the public for any period of time. But Gina Rodriguez was there to help them spin that into something a little bit more. And I wanted to talk specifically about two women, I think, that kind of had a similar trajectory, or at least they came to the forefront through a very similar story line. Mm -hmm. But the way that they worked with Gina Rodriguez was also very similar. And these two stories mirror Octomom in a way, Mm -hmm. minus the political uh, aspect of their stories. And the women I'm talking about, of course, are Sydney Leathers, and Stormy Daniels. Mm. And these two women, uh, again, should not surprise us that they worked with Gina Rodriguez. Now, for the listener who may not remember what a Sydney Leathers is, I have an idea that you probably remember who Stormy Daniels is, but what is a Sydney Leathers? She was a Wiener mistress. She <laughs> was mistress. an Anthony Wiener mistress. And I, I don't have the details of her story like right in front of me, um, but she was a person that rose to fame kind of in a similar fashion as a Monica Lewinsky because of her adjacency. Is that a word? Yeah. To a political figure. Proximity. Proximity in a sexual nature. That's what a Sydney Leathers is. Yeah. And Sydney Leathers, I love, I was reading this story about Sydney Leathers because I went back and so Anthony Weiner, she sexted Anthony Weiner, then became this viral star. And then like very quickly, it was clear Gina Rodriguez treatment. For sure. Right? Because it wasn't long before she did an adult experience. Yep. Which is part of the fingerprint of Gina Rodriguez. But she also started showing up with people. uh, For example, she did an interview with, I think she was on Howard Stern with um, Mila Sinanaj, who's another person that worked with Gina Gina Rodriguez. Rodriguez. And Mila Sinanaj dated Chris Humphreys. After Chris Humphreys divorced Kim Kardashian. Yeah, so like, I honestly think that, you know how we play the six degrees of Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. in Hollywood? In viral celebrity world, I think it's probably like two degrees. Oh, yeah. And you can connect everybody back to Gina Rodriguez at some point, honestly. Yeah. Because 
you know, give us a viral star and we'll get you to Gina Rodriguez in two or three moves. Mm-hmm. And one of those moves, to just go back to Sydney Leathers, I mean, remember Sydney Leathers, I think this is correct, worked in some capacity with, because it, it's also clear that in addition to Gina Rodriguez, she's got relationships with other people with, that help her get her clients' attention advocacy, whatever. Mm-hmm. One of those people is Gloria Allred. Yes. And if I remember correctly, Sydney Leathers worked with Gloria, Gloria Allred to get the word out about Anthony, Anthony Wiener. Wiener. Anthony's Wiener. Anthony's wandering Wiener. Mm-hmm. Sydney Leathers very made a hard right turn to, to Porno Town. It was a hard right turn. <laughs> hard right turn to it's Porno real Town. Real hard. She really like that was that was her angle. And, and I don't know if the conversation with Gina was like, this is what, you know, like, are you comfortable doing this? And if so, great. This is what's available. You know to how you. I we always emerge with questions for Gina? I guess that would be one of my first questions. Is it like when you go to a pedicure and they hand you the menu of services and you get to choose what package yeah. you go with? I mean, how does that work? How do you make those decisions about what the right moves are for different yeah. people based on their, I don't even want to say talent because it's not. Oftentimes, they don't rise to fame because of their talent. They rise to fame because of an incident that happened to them that put them in the public eye for one reason or another. So how does she then, we talk about the Gina Rodriguez formula, and we're able to retrofit that, but how does that look on the front end, I guess is my question. Yeah, I, I again, we ask Gina Rodriguez a question every episode, and this question is, I, can we come see how the sausage Yes. Is? Like, Gina Rodriguez, have us come out to L.A., like, Again, you want to tell us certain things and not tell us other things? Fine. But cool. we just got some questions. Let's go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. I want you to just tell us how this works. I and won't share it if you don't want me to. I just want to know. I know. Like, we don't have to tell people. Don't worry. We'll tell you. We'll probably tell you. We'll probably tell you, especially <laughs> in the radio. But but I do just have so many questions about, like, does she go, I think you would be good in this kind of movie. Right. Let's, let's hook you up with my friends over at Vivid Entertainment. Or... You know, maybe you don't want to be with somebody else in the video, but how how would you, you feel about be doing, alone? How do you feel about doing yourself? How do you feel about being with yourself? Right? Like or, you know, I don't think people want to look at you alone. So Can you fix a copy machine? <laughs> Remember I said there were two women mm-hmm. kind of got the same treatment. Sydney Leathers and then the other one was Stormy Daniels. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this, but Stormy Daniels, you know, most of us I think were aware of Stormy Daniels around the time Trump was president Correct. because of course her dalliance alleged dalliance with the former president mm-hmm. right now former president the now was former president, president when we learned about her but apparently according to my research which was really just some googling <laughs> she, don't lie we have a whole team <laughs> yeah we have a whole team i don't want <laughs> <laughs> we're the team yeah no my fingers are the team the internet is our team mm-hmm. she worked with Gina Rodriguez from 2011 to 2017 Hmm. 2011 is a lot earlier than anybody yeah. was paying attention to Stormy Daniels. And Gina Rodriguez actually ended up being in a part of like this weird, the sideshow of the Trump presidency as relates to Stormy Daniels. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to get into that because like, where do you begin? Where does it end? There's so many rabbit holes to go down. But specifically, Gina Rodriguez was mentioned in her connection with Stormy Daniels in books about the Trump presidency, about the FBI, oh, wow. about Michael Cohen. like So Gina Rodriguez has some connections to some of the biggest political drama 
of this century. Well, and I'm sure she knows things that the rest of us do not know. Exactly. And it's through her relationship as a manager and then probably just a friend. Like, I feel like these two probably go way back because right. you remember, of course, they came from very similar mm-hmm. professions. Mm-hmm. To that end, you it's another example of Gina taking a person who has like a political connection mm-hmm. and then saying like, what can we do with that? Now, Stormy Daniels didn't specifically do a an adult film to play off of her political scandal. Right. But you'll remember that she she went that she toured at the time of the scandal. Yep. Right. Like that at the time that everybody was talking about her relationship with former President Trump, now mm-hmm. former President Trump. She was, you know, doing her nightclub act. Yeah. Um, and that's something that she did with Mama June. That's something that she did with Sydney Leathers. Sydney Leathers, Octomom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going to strip clubs. Do you remember Octomom with her? Oh, yeah. Her baby bottles. Yes. Oh, yeah. She dressed diapers. up like a baby at yeah. strip clubs. Yeah, that's hot. But you know what? It got headlines. And at the end of the day, headlines equal attention. Attention. Clickety clack. Can equal money. Clickety clickety clack. Yeah. So I, that's another story that I would have lots of questions about. They're not. I mean, again, maybe they still hang out, but they don't seem to be working together. Mm-hmm. And that's the other $60,000 question with Gina Rodriguez is other than Mama June, who is she actively working with and right ha- now? And how? Right? Like, th- that's my other curiosity is, and how? So do you, I don't know. I don't understand how this works. Like, does she sort of sit and wait for the right opportunity to come up for her clients? Or is she actively trying to create opportunities to keep them out front? And who's looking for these, like, who's finding these opportunities, right? Because they do run the gamut. It's not just, you know, if you saw somebody like Stormy Daniels or you saw somebody like Sydney Leathers, you'd be like, oh, just wait, she's going to get a call from, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody else ends up, let's say, somebody who had an affair with Governor Cuomo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That woman gets in front of a camera. At some point, you know Gina Rodriguez is going to be calling. Like you just wait, you're going to get a call. But then the other thing to remember is she's not a one woman show. Like she has spun this out into, I mean, she's got a whole business. She's yeah. got people. Her daughter works for yeah. her. Yeah. So what's the name of the firm? Jatoni? Jatoni or Gatoni? Gatoni. I would assume Gina Jatoni. I would imagine. Jitoni. It sounds like an 80s jeans brand. It does, doesn't Look it? Look at my Jatoni jeans, right? you guys. Anyway, to that end. Like I said, there's not just these people like the predictable ones. And I bet our audience now, having listened to this entire season of Gina Rodriguez and the people that she works with, Octomom, Tan Mom, Farrah Abraham, Mama June. Now you're going to go out in the world and recognize people in Dina Lohan, Michael Lohan. Mm -hmm. You're going to go, oh, I wonder if that person works with Gina Rodriguez. Do a simple Google search with the name Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. Like of the person, not just Gina Rodriguez, because then you're going to get the actress from Jane the Virgin. Right. But and so much more. But uh, but if you do like Mama June, Gina Rodriguez, you're going to find the stories about them. So if you come across someone and you're like, do they work with Gina? Just Google that person with Gina. And that's what we've been trying to do is trying to equip you to play the home game. Exactly. Because we do it all the time. And also beyond just those obvious ones, there is now this like whole new generation of clients that she's brought on board specifically to that I was like, wow, she is literally everywhere. Mm -hmm. For example, Nathan Apodaca. Do Mm -hmm. you remember? Does that name ring a bell? It does, actually. 
probably because of the work of Gina Rodriguez, uh, you would know him as the viral celebrity who rode his longboard while drinking cranberry juice and listening to uh, Fleetwood Mac. Dreams. Dreams. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which was a viral moment. And everybody fell in love with him. Literally one of the most viral moments of the year, I would Mm -hmm. say. Yes, absolutely. And she jumped right on that uh, and was able to spin it into some stuff. Because soon, sure enough, soon after, we're reading stories about his new Elka Pop line. uh, And we're like, oh, okay, he didn't do that on his own. And it's not because he can't. Like, that's the thing is that when this happens, it's not because a person themselves can't do that. It's just that most humans are not equipped to handle that level of notoriety and fame in a quick moment like that. And then to be savvy enough to turn it into a brand opportunity, you need somebody like Gina Rodriguez there. And that's exactly what she did. She was able to flip this into a brand opportunity for Nathan Apodaca. So that he wasn't just the guy that longboarded and then he longboarded out of our minds into, you know, the great beyond. He actually has some staying power because now people will remember him and associate him with something else. So this brings up a a bigger question. I want to get to one more of these types of clients because you have, again, people like Sydney Leathers. You've got people like Tan Mom. Well, I guess, I don't know. It's so funny to me because Tan Mom essentially was like any of these other clients, like a Nathan Apodaca, but they then became something even greater. And I think with Nathan Apodaca, that's happening. Like yep. we're, we're just, it's too early, but like it's, it's, he's, you know, transcending thanks in part to the work that he's done with Gina Rodriguez to sort of like put the name out there, take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Are there business opportunities? Are there sponsorship endorsement opportunities? Like, can you turn that 15 seconds or, as we've said, nanoseconds of fame into something more substantial such that people continue to talk about you 10 years later, mm-hmm. like Tan Mom. Because remember, at the base of it all, Tan Mom was simply a lady who, who likes allegedly... to be tan. <laughs> she just <laughs> likes to be tan. <laughs> who literally just took her daughter to the tanning booth with yep. her and it became so much more. Mm-hmm. And now she has music videos yeah. and a personality um, that has, you know, achieved great fame on the Howard Stern show. I mean, it's just bizarre, right? To that end, Gina Rodriguez, or one of the things I think we can contemplate is that Gina Rodriguez, I mean, she does have the magic touch. It's, And she does it with people who aren't craven celebrity wannabes. Right. So that's why I think there's like an admirability to what she does. Well, she seizes the moment with them. Hot, messy as it can be and as dirty as it can be. She is giving these people who in any other like world of celebrity climbers would not have a chance at success or financial success or stability in a way that very few people ever get to appreciate, right? Like, so there's something to admire in that. So there was another person that you were going to highlight alongside Nathan Apodaca, who has sort of a similar kind of story. Yeah, who, like, really, again, when you think about it, you're like, <laughs> and that's the Gorilla Glue lady. Whose name is, what is it, Tiffany something? Tessica Brown. Tessica Brown, yes, thank you. Tessica Brown, who was having, uh, who ran out of her hair product and thought, what can I do to tame these flyaways? And she gorilla glued her hair and it ended up requiring surgery. She got a ton of attention for it. And sure as you know what, Gina Rodriguez showed up. And can, can I just tell everybody, 
what it was that tipped us off to the fact that she was uh, working with Gina Rodriguez. It was when she came out with her own hair product. And we said, is this the work of Gina Rodriguez? And sure enough. And sure enough. Googled it and there she was. Gina Rodriguez. Would you look at that? Right there. Yes. And so she is, so she is kind of a genius in the sense that she sees these, she she literally sees and seizes these moments along with these viral celebrities where, for example, Tessica Brown, I mean, that could have gone a whole different way because the people's first reaction to that was what kind of idiot does that? Yeah. But they were able to turn it into something more, something yeah. more substantial that is long lasting. But Tessica Brown didn't wake up on a Tuesday and say, I want to be famous. How can I be famous? I think I'll call this manager and tell this manager I've got this super special talent and then we'll see what this manager can do. That's not how that happened. Tessica Brown found herself in a place where everybody was looking at her and talking about her. And Gina Rodriguez said, let's make that into something. Yeah. I want to know how much she gets paid. Me too. Like how much of the deals is she cashing in on? What percentage does Gina Rodriguez take? And does she end up getting a lot of money? Because you've got a lot of these clients. Sure, you put enough of them together, but you're still trying to pay a staff. I mean, she's got people that are working for her. Is this true? Like how much of this is a successful financial strategy? I mean, I imagine it's a little bit of both, right? Like it helps burnish your bona fides so -hmm. that other people are willing to work with you because they're like oh she worked with so like i fall off a chair at work break my back Mm -hmm. do a tiktok video about it and then you know gina rodriguez calls me Mm -hmm. like i go oh i don't know should i work with this person and she's like well i've represented tan mom uh the ocean cranberry guy ocean spray cranberry guy and that the gorilla yeah. glue lady and i'm like oh, oh sign me yeah, up because so i know you know what you're doing so right. yeah that 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 in and of itself is valuable but then like are, is it financially viable for you and it must be because again let's remember all the irons she has in the fire she has all of those clients all the ones that we've outlined she has worked with at some point but then add to that she is a cast member on mama june from not to hot yep and she's now turned into a spinoff. She's got a spinoff show, right? So now she's going to be doing this other show called... Happily Ever Altered. Yeah. Happily Ever Altered. So now, so yes, now it's starting. Now we're seeing sort of the fruits of her labor more and more. Yeah. So in conclusion, as we look back on all of the people that have worked with Gina Rodriguez, all of the people, frankly most of which have been guests on our show at some point, except for some of the new people. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't, we've sort of veered away from that territory and have spent a lot more time of late. And Fashioning way, our tinfoil hats. Yeah. And by the way, listen to our show weekdays on my talk 1071 from noon to three, but you can podcast it as well. Thank you. And we also have a first season of this podcast. You should go back and listen to like subscribe and rate review. When we look back on the work that Gina Rodriguez has done, like what's your biggest takeaway from looking at Mm -hmm. this much of one person's work. I am endlessly uh, appreciative of the the vision it takes for a person to see the diamond in the rough and then stick with it to varying degrees of outcomes, right? Like she has had some clients that have gone south in really gross ways um, and then some clients who have stuck around and have continued to make money and get attention And I just think that there is a special, it is a special kind of person who has that kind of innovation who runs toward the thing that other people would run away from. 
When you're working with, we've talked about this, when you're working with a celebrity who is set out to be a celebrity, like an actor who's like, I want to be an actor, they come ready to play the game, right? So they're like, the, the game is secondary. When a person arrives at fame unintentionally, whether they want it or not, that doesn't matter. They're not acquainted with the game. Yep. And she has to have the patience, the wherewithal, the vision to work with that person and help them navigate the game so that they can all earn money. And I just have a tremendous amount of respect for that because I, 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 it is a niche and it is something it doesn't seem that anybody else is doing. So she really is kind of the has the monopoly on this. I would think of her as like the Robin Hood of celebrity managers mm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Like she robs from, you know, the A-listers and gives to the D-listers. Yes. However, all of that said, because, again, we're doing this look through a window at Gina Rodriguez from a distance. All of that, I would um, pause And just then have to ask myself, at what point is some of this exploitative of Mm. those individuals Mm -hmm. who aren't as savvy and who maybe don't know how the game is played? I'm not saying that she's exploiting them. I think a lot of people's gut reaction would be with her from a distance. Oh, you're exploiting these people. Right. You know, these people all of a sudden find themselves a deer in the headlights and you're taking advantage of them. But I don't know that. Right. We don't have any, you know, we're not reading story after story of people saying she took me for everything I had and I got a raw deal. Now, that said, asterisk, people like Tan Mom would like biatch about some of the work that she did or didn't do for them. Mm -hmm. But it's not like we've heard story after story of that. So I would tend to think like she's not exploiting these people any more than Mm -hmm. anybody in Hollywood who's a manager inherently has to exploit their client to make money. Right. I guess on the I, I guess the way I explain that away for myself is somebody else could be guiding these people through the game and not know the game themselves. Yeah. She knows the game and she's telling them what the game is for for all that we know. You know, she's kind of trying to keep them safe through it. You know, and we've read about how she tends to care for her clients in a way that I would say a traditional management wouldn't necessarily do, right? Like we talked about how with Octomom, she was not only there to help her with her career, but she was helping secure childcare and housing for these kids so that Octomom could still continue to do the work that was bringing the actual money in. any other manager probably wouldn't have done that, right? So she she has a level, it seems, a level of care for her clients where she knows that she has to protect them through the game because it is it is eat or be eaten in Hollywood. And we all know that just by watching from a distance. Yeah. When you set your foot in there, it's probably 10 times worse than you even think. And so she sort of is helping them navigate through that. So now um, you achieve viral mm-hmm. celebrity. Yeah. You're going to go home tonight mm-hmm. Can't and wait. you're going to tweet something mm-hmm. and it's going to be picked up and tomorrow the entire world... Mm-hmm is going to be saying your name Mm -hmm. for good or bad. Mm -hmm. You then get a phone call from Gina Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Are you going to work with her? A hundred percent. Oh, all right. A hundred percent. No hesitation. No hesitation because I know she knows what she's doing. Now, would I have limits? Totally. For example, (laughs) I am not doing a porn. No porn for you. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'll lay a track down with Adam Barta. Why not? You know, there there would be things that I would do for sure. But she has 
she has done good things for people and everything that she does with them. I would say they have their own, they, they consent to it or they don't, they can, they can do it or not do it, but she's has a proven track record. What about you? Oh God, that's so hard because part of me just wants to run away. I don't want to achieve viral fame. Well, yeah, but say you do (laughs) like you have to play this game. Okay. Then yes, because I don't know what the option is. Right. The option is to do it on myself or do it on myself. (laughs) Well, that might be an option. Uh, there, the uh, the only other option is to do it on my own, and I know that I am not capable of doing right. that. So, yeah, ultimately, I would have to say, sign me up, Gina Rodriguez, but I would fight really hard to get a good deal mm-hmm. and not have to show my bits and pieces. Yeah. If you had Gina Rodriguez in front of you as yeah. we wind down another season of Go Deep in the Shallow, all about this fascinating lady. Mm-hmm. If you have her in front of you, what is the first question oh, you are going to ask her? And I didn't ask you to prepare this. No. And so, I mean, we've ask. had questions throughout. And I guess, you know, I said one of them earlier. Like, I want to know how do you roll out the Gina Rodriguez plan, right? Like, I really do want to know that. But do you have any personal questions um, for her? Like, well, I guess my, honestly, I, I want to know, like, what is it that ends up being the beginning of the end of a relationship with a with a D-list like how celebrity? Do you know it's done? Yeah. How do you know it's done? And what I mean, what have you learned from how those dissolve? And I, I guess I would want to know just like career longevity wise, how have you evolved? Because we've seen an evolution with her. Yeah. Right. As her clientele sort of gained celebrity she honed her craft as well yeah most certainly she definitely has gotten down to a formula and so i would be curious to hear from her what the trajectory of that looked like and what she learned from people what about you gina rodriguez if you were sitting down in front of me what is the first question that i would ask you who do you want to work with Mm, that's good that has said no or has yet to say yes like is there somebody out there that you absolutely 100 percent want to work with or is there somebody that got away who's the one that got away Who's the one that got away gina rodriguez and also where do you go next because now that the world is changing in terms of how celebrity is doled out it's so different like Mm -hmm. we know that just because as dusty old people on the radio uh who've only been on the radio for like the last 10 years things have changed so much in the very you know, short period of time we've been on the air. Mm -hmm. Like, how is that world changing? Because I would imagine there are people left and right on her heels trying to work with and take clients to do things in a different way. Right. Right. Like, there's got to be a new generation of Gina Rodriguez's out there. And how does she, you know, stay on the top? Keep fresh. Yeah. How do you keep it fresh? With the kids. Yeah. TikTok. Yes. Anyway. All right. So, I think we've done a good job. I don't know. How are you feeling about our Gina Rodriguez treatment? I mean, listen, again, you said it this way. We are viewing through a window. And so, you know, we we have come to you with a curiosity and hopefully we have given you your own curiosity about Gina Rodriguez, who she is, who she works with, enough that you can play the home game. Maybe you can spot some of the moves uh, when she leaves her fingerprint on a story. Um, that's kind of the fun of it. At the end of the day, this is all very low stakes, right? Like we're just viewers. We're just people on the outside who are curious and appreciative and possibly a little critical, but more than, but, but that doesn't even matter. We don't, we don't need to be critical. We yeah. just are sort of accepting what is in front of us and we're curious about it. 
And so in that regard, what I'm hoping is that we've given other people that that fun little toolbox of a nice little, it's like a little uh, party trick. Also, this season, and I think one of the reasons I wanted to do a season like this is that it is an illustration of things we talk about on a daily basis on the radio and we have talked about in previous episodes during the first season. It all paints a picture of the thing that we literally have on a Mm t-shirt. In Hollywood. Nothing is real. And everyone smokes. So it's all a game. It's all a show. And we just get curious about how that show is made. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think this season was so important because in a micro sense or Mm -hmm. in a micro example, you can see all of those things at work in a way that's very tangible, right? Like if we postulated, if we tried to do something very similar, if we investigated, if we were curious about like Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt, we have no idea. Right. We have no example. We have no understanding of what's really going on behind the scenes. But Gina Rodriguez, to her credit, is kind of just sitting out there in the open Mm -hmm. for people who are ready to see her and what she does. Mm -hmm. Like she's not high. I mean, she may hide like bits and pieces. Right. But for the average person, she's just sitting out there waiting to be discovered. And so it was we were able to see kind of the magic without actually having to call a anybody budget and get on a plane. <laughs> so. Also, let's be real honest. We did this season so that our significant others didn't have to sit around and listen to us talk about this over dinner That's because true. this is exactly the kind of stuff yeah, we get real excited no about clue. and they have no care in the Zero world. No <laughs> clue what we're talking about. All right. If you miss any of the episodes before this one, please go back and listen as with all of our podcast episodes. And if you didn't listen to the first season, go listen to that and stay tuned for the third season. And if you've got ideas for the third season, send them to us because we have no idea what we're going to do next. No, we don't. But we want to continue to entertain you. So please like and subscribe and review and tell everybody you know to go deep in the shallow with you. And we will we will excitedly await another season of Go Deep in the Shallow. Bye. Bye.